You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk more NBA right now with Joe Delera from NBA Bet. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Joe, how you doing tonight, man? Hey, I'm good, guys. How you guys doing? Joe, I'm doing good, but I did uh, fade the Utah Jazz for the fourth time this season. So far, oh, no. not so good. Uh, can I expect the Hawks to turn it around here? Second quarter, 445 to go. And more importantly, like moving moving forward, um, is what the Jazz are doing, is it sustainable? Like, Do you think they keep this roster together if they continue to win games? Or are they going to be sellers at the deadline? I think, I think they're going to be sellers just because that's what they've been trying to do. But the thing is with the Jazz rosters, they shoot so many threes and they play fast. And they have pretty good three-point shooting. So they're going to be able to contend with some of these teams. And like Atlanta, actually, they traded a lot of their three-point shooting uh, this offseason. So they actually shoot threes at one of the lowest percentages in the league. Um, I think you're going to have a little bit of a tough time, honestly, coming back against this Jazz team, uh, especially in this spot anyway. So I like the Jazz. Like if you can see a team that doesn't really take a lot of threes, uh, that's a team that you're going to want to back the Jazz against, even just straight up on the money line. Yeah, it's really interesting. Another team that's been, I think that we didn't have a lot of expectations for. And listen, they're not they're not lighting the world on fire, but they're currently up seventy two to fifty nine on the Nuggets. The Pacers quietly five hundred team, even though we thought that they were a rebuild, rebuilding team. I saw a stat: Benedict Matherin in eleven points has twenty one five for five from three. You know what do you make of just some of these teams that we thought were rebuilding, and maybe they're too good to rebuild? Yeah, I mean, I think that what we have going on is like there's been the Wembenyana and Scoot Henderson sweepstakes, right? But only two teams are going to get those guys. And even if you have the worst record in the league, you have, what, a 14% chance at that number one pick? So, like, you can't just totally give up a season. And, like, Tyrese Halliburton's amazing. Uh, He is, like, my favorite bet for most improved. I think you can still get in on him even, like, now around, like, 11 or 12 to 1. Um, But he's elevated this offense. So that offense was – you know, in the bottom third of the league last year. And right now, like, they're a top 10 offense, basically. So they don't play any defense. So they're a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, you're going to see them be able to – because they can, they can also shoot threes. So until they decide maybe to pull the, pull the, stri- the trigger on that Buddy Heald, Miles Turner trade, they're going to be contending night in and night out. And like you said, maybe they're going to decide, you know, like, you know what, like, we do have enough talent. Like, let's just see how this goes. Joe, the other team that's been solid against the spread is the Cavs. Right now, 8-2 and two against the number, 8-2 and two overall. They're 4-0 at home, 4-2 and two on the road. We know they're going to be a playoff team, but do you think of them as title contenders in the East? You know, you have Milwaukee there, obviously, in Boston. Uh, do you think Cleveland should be considered a title favorite? 
uh, I don't know if I'd say a favorite, but, like, they definitely should be in the conversation. Uh, like, right now, they have by far, like, the number one adjusted net rating in the league, and they're doing it on all sides of the court. Like, they're scoring. Mitchell's really, really helped the offense, and we're seeing that defense come together again where you have Mobley and Jared Allen both healthy, and, like, that like kind of harmony between the two of them has made them very, very good and very tough to contend with. So, I, I do like them. I think that we're going to get to really see. There's going to be a big litmus test. They play the Bucks, I think, twice in the next month or so. So that'll kind of be our gauge on like where exactly in the East I think they're going to fall. Yeah, that's interesting as well. I don't know if anyone saw Portland coming, huh? Like this is a team that defensively has been really bad for a very long time. Uh, and now you have a bunch of undersized guys who are very athletic, but it didn't necessarily feel like a bunch of guys who were – you know, six six wings were going to be able to compete with guys like Jason Tatum, who are you know six nine. Uh, what do you like, and what are you seeing uh, from this Portland Trailblazers team? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Trista. Like, it's really just Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons are amazing, and uh, that's kind of what's going on here. Like, they're both playing so so well and at such a high level that that's really what's elevating this team because they still have the same problems that I've felt like they've had for years now. And on the defensive end, like Nurk forcing them into playing a specific type of defense, they generally have to play drop. They can't really switch. So it kind of limits their upside. But on a night-in, night-out basis, like if that offense is humming, they're going to be really, really tough to beat. And they ha- they're shooting over 40% from three as a team, which is just, incredible uh so they're they're going to be tough to keep up with because they can always score um and whether they're going to be title contenders i don't know but hopefully we get to see a little bit of game time at least in the postseason i mean this is a team we thought would barely make a play in so i'm just happy to be in the conversation joe exactly exactly they're 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 exciting and dame is just one of the best in the league Joe, did you do anything with the NBA regular season MVP or any of the individual award markets? Because, like, right now I'm looking at Giannis plus 240. I would worry, obviously, about voter fatigue since he's won the award a couple times. Luka plus 275. And then sixth man of the year. Kind of surprising that Russell Westbrook's uh, plus 175. He's figured some things out. But anything, uh, any awards that you played where maybe you're finding some value still? So I think that I agree with you in terms of Giannis. I think the number's a little too short on the MVP odds right now. And I think it's actually created like almost like a little bit of a buy opportunity for Luca, which is kind of crazy at even at like three to one, yeah. basically, um, just because his usage is off the charts. But I, the market that I really like right now is, like I mentioned before, I would get in on Tyrese Halliburton for most improved uh, at like 11 to one. And I like Giannis actually not for MVP, but for defensive player of the year. Uh, he's around like plus 350 or so. And they, the Bucks have like the best defense in the league right now. And he's a big reason for that. And they're going to continue to be good. They're going to continue to be in the conversation. But I think that he's kind of somebody that has historically been looked at as like a very, very good defender. And this might be his time to finally win that award because he's back playing power forward now with Brooke Lopez being healthy. And that's not only shirt up their defense from the center position, but it's allowed him to just wreak havoc uh, with really like size mismatch matches against the, like, you know, the other power forwards he's playing against. Yeah, that's interesting too. Brooklyn, are they better without Kyrie Irving? And I'm not even asking that in, in any like fake, sarcastic, undisputed kind of a way. Um, 
sort of, I guess, like in terms of their chemistry, maybe. And like their defense is definitely going to be oh, yeah. probably a little bit better. Style Kyrie. of play as well. Exactly. So, and like we, we know that Durant can work as a facilitator uh, when he needs to be. But in terms of their ceiling, I think it makes it a lot harder without Kyrie. And, you know, you, you know, you obviously hope that he can get his, you know, get his personal things together um, because, the, you know, what was coming out was, was not great uh, from Kyrie Irving. So, uh, but like the Nets as a whole, it, they're, they just seem to be a team without a real identity. And I think it's very tough. And I know they're beating up on my Knicks right now, but that's a, that's a little bit of a different situation there. So Durant's great, and he can carry pretty much any team. But I, I struggle to see their ceiling being reached without, you know, at least either getting something back from Kyrie or, like, whether it's him playing or a player or something. And they definitely need more out of, uh, out of Benjamin Simmons. Just a, a quick follow-up, though, on the regular season. This is now going to be... If it's on pace the way that it is right now, New York has 39 points, four minutes left in the second quarter. This will be the fourth straight game that they hold opponents under 100. Um, you know, in terms of totals, in terms of, you know, against the spread for Brooklyn before Vegas maybe figures this out, is this a good spot where you think, you know, maybe the ceiling's not as high, but maybe regular season betting is more consistent? Yeah, I think that that's, that's definitely a way you can look at it. Um, and the other thing is, like, when you look at the regular season, these teams aren't going to really mess with their rotations, like, too, too much. Like, the Knicks right now are doing some weird stuff. But Brooklyn, for example, like, they're going to pretty much run the same guys in the same sort of minutes or section of minutes that they're going to go with night in and night out. And, like, both, Brooklyn's 27th in pace. So they're slow. They're slowing down on both ends, like on offense and on defense. So that's a way that you can look at some sort of like consistency. So it's like their defense isn't great. It's not, it's definitely not great, but it's not like atrocious. So their pace of play coupled with that, you can maybe find some unders where people are saying like, oh, well, I thought this team, you know, was going to give up a lot of points, but they just play so slow that it's, you know, it's a little bit harder to score on them. Joe, before we let you go, any player props or any sides or totals that you like for any of the remaining games coming up tonight? Yeah, so I actually like a player prop and a side. I grabbed the Lakers plus five last night. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I I, I, me too. I love them. I, I, I hate You're them. You're lying, I, I, Ryan. Stop no, I, no lying. I mean, I, I, Joe, I bet them like twice a week. They're two and eight. They drive me nuts. They're always in these games. I get home because I live in Maryland. I drive an hour. He doesn't home. even tell me when he bets them. They're he down just, like, thirty. He only wants to wait to tell me and, until they I'm win, been, and they just. Win. I'm rooting for you, Joe. Though you can't brag about betting on the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there's that, and I like Anthony Davis over 21 and a half points. You can either get 21 and a half or 22 and a half. Like either way is fine. Um, he's been great on this line, seven of nine this season, including 25 against the Clippers. And dating back between this year and last year, he's gone over this line in all three games with 27, 30, and 25. So I like AD to have a pretty big game with over 21 and a half points. Thanks so much, man. Good luck tonight. We'll talk again soon, Joe. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. That was Joe Delera right there, NBA bet on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more.